I've shifted and I'm, I'm doing some cabin stuff and like some, mm-hmm. some nice fun work. Um, and if something pops up along the way, sure, but I'm not going to force myself because I feel like I need to post or I need more content or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That good problem thing. to have. I mean, that that's a sim- simple solution is have a ton of content. I know what you mean though, because I think I said it on one of the last episodes, I have three years probably post worthy content, mm-hmm. which is a mm-hmm. good place to be. You know, we talk about photo harvesting and getting as much as you can when, when you've spent some money and you went away. Uh, yep. But I know what you're saying because in the summer where I'm at, first of all, greens are a real pain in the ass to edit. Big luscious green foliage is awesome to stare at. I'm not being a Debbie downer on that, but it is tough to shoot. And you know, where I'm at, animals are moving in the summer in the morning and then, and, uh, it's sunrise at sunset. Sorry. And right now the mosquitoes are so bad. It's, it's unbearable to walk down a trail even through the, you know, even through bug nets, you can't see through your viewfinder, things like that. So I'm, you know, I'm always big on trying to find solutions. So what I typically do in the summer I mean, I have this luxury because I'm right on the water, but I'm like, I'm not going down trails. I'm not going to go into the woods in the mornings and in the, and in the evenings. I'm just going to go out on the water where there's no bugs and I can get a vantage point of what's going on on shore. Maybe go after some birds, take a break from some foxes, try and take a break from some other things that I might be going after that might be easier to get photos of in the fall or in the spring, Right. So, I mean, and there's always a creative solution for something. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just, it's it's a lot. You know, you're saying wearing bug nets. Like if I'm having yeah. to wear a bug net, like F that. Like I'm just, yeah. I, don't, I don't need this photo that much to have to wear a bug net. The other day I was hiking <laughs> and a, one of those freaking gnats got in my eye and it like ruined my afternoon. It was like in my <laughs> eyelid for... <laughs> Then I was at a bar with my best friend. Like, no, it was, it was actually during golf. It was during golf that this happened. I was at a bar with my best friend. And I'm still complaining about it. He's like, you shut up. And then like <laughs> 10 minutes later, he's like, oh, it came out. The bartender's this pretty girl. And like, there's a dead rotten gnat like leaking down my eyelid. I'm like, oh, I'm disgusting. Freaking bugs. Why do they go yeah, right you- for your eye? Like the kamikaze, they commit suicide right into your eye. Eyes, knuckles, ankles, back oh. of the neck. They oh. know what they're doing, man. You would not do well where I'm at. You go to the back road and you have, on a good day, five deer flies circling you. And it's not so much, you know, and them biting you sucks, but it's the mental torture of the. That, that is bad. And the little, yeah. they like touch your hair. Yep. They, like, they brush it. Yeah. <laughs> they buzz the tower. Yeah. You got to move fast. You got to move fast. All right. Let's play, let's play a game. Let's play a game. All Ready? Right. You know, the yeah, game, yeah. Mary, Mary kill F. Yeah. The F bomb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can we swear on this? Can we swear on this? Um, <laughs> I know what you're saying. All right. Mary freak or kill gnats. We do swear on the mis- show, but it just seems mildly inappropriate in this instance. It does. Yes, I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game though, everyone. Everyone calm down. Uh, gnats, mosquitoes, horse flies. Um, what? Like, which one could you live with forever? 
which one I don't know if this game applies. <laughs> <laughs> it does for marry or kill. Uh which one can you not stand? Like get get away. And then which one's like, all right, it's exciting, but I don't want to marry. I don't want to be with it. What forever. were my options? What were my options? <laughs> the gnat, get into photography little, stuff. <laughs> gnat, mosquito, or the horsefly. Gnats, Answer gnats it. Gnats are no problem. Gnats are no problem. Now what so you're makes, gonna marry what make, you're gonna marry gnats. Yeah, hundred percent marry gnats. Okay. Horseflies. Horseflies, I'm a bit more tolerant of because, yeah, they hurt, but they don't itch for days. I mean, they take chunks out of you and it really hurts, but they, it's just. Yeah, you can catch them. They're, thing. A little, they're a little slow. Yeah, mosquitoes, it's just a little tiny prick, but I'm in bed itching my ankles for weeks. I hate mm. that. I hate that. Mosquitoes are my least favorite. Now, what would make this more. This cat, this question more difficult is if you subbed out black fly for gnat. Those okay. things bury Those in bad. you. They bury in you. They get in your <sighs> nose. Terrible. Have you ever seen? You can act. This is quite cruel, but it just it highlights the cruelty of nature. On Ellesmere Island, there no. is a video, and I think anecdotal accounts of this. People have you know seen this that. Mosquito swarms are so bad that they take down caribou. Like a full grown caribou will get taken down by a swarm of mosquitoes. Wow. That's the power of that many insects biting you repeatedly. There's video of it. (sighs) These mosquitoes, they lead a poor caribou just to exhaustion. Oh my God. Isn't that insane? It makes me uncomfortable. It's insane. It's not how I want to go. It's insane. We're going to be hanging out uh, shortly. We're doing a shoot together. Our second time meeting since the retreat. Hanging out, doing work stuff. Yeah. What might be interesting is to, you know, give a little insight into, you and I are planners, right? You don't mm-hmm. really typically, I think it's a bad idea in any instance, whether it's a wildlife shoot, whether it's a uh, a podcast, whether it's a client shoot to go and wing in it there's there's it's appropriate to leave space to wing in it for some creative ideas that that come on the fly but it might be interesting to briefly get into you know how we're planning what we're doing and and how we're planning for it what do you think and then we also have a listener question and we could fill an episode that way yeah i love it let's do it see i'm saying don't wing it and we're like pseudo winging it but this is my point. I kind of know, you know, we both kind of know what would make a great episode, yeah. but leaving some We've space. We've texted back and forth. I want to see, I mean, just to, to wrap it up, uh, anyone feeling like the summer blues, that's kind of how we started. Oh, yeah, uh, summer blues, saying, yeah, yeah. I was saying to Seth, and I don't know when he punched in the, the record button, um, but yeah, it's like, this is year three, summer-wise, where I've been taking For photography. Year? Re- year three, yeah, what do you mean very by year three? Thing. Like year, my third summer of taking photography seriously. So Got taking it. a lot of photos and posting and all that stuff. Uh, and I recognized this summer I was like, I'm just, you know, people have asked, do you want to go shoot? Um, oh, I saw, I saw a fox on the trail cam. Like, do you want to go? And I'm like, ah, I just I don't right now. And it's getting kind of, getting kind of down on myself. Like, Ooh, am I, am I over this? Am I over the push? Am I over the passion? And then I thought back to the last two summers and I was like, no, this is very seasonal for me. Like I, I really enjoy fall. 
gets me going. I really enjoy winter. I'd much rather be, you know, dressed appropriately and chilly than sweating and bugs all over me and, you know, waiting. The animals are slower too in the summer. Um, sunsets at freaking 3.30 in the morning, like whatever time it is, like to get up to go get sunset is a lot. And there's a time and a place for it, of course. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, no, it's okay. Like giving yourself a little grace if you're not feeling it, being like, no, it's all right. Like it'll come back. Give yourself the break. Don't push through it. Don't push yourself to hate it. If you're not enjoying a certain season or a couple weeks, like just let it come back to you. It will. Um, or change focus. Like Seth said, we're going to, you know, shoot some cabins or, um, get into some product stuff, like whatever it is, change that focus. And and then the other stuff becomes passions back again. So yeah, that was how we uh, started our chat, but I wanted yeah. to wrap up those feelings. Yeah. Good call. I can get distracted. But <laughs> I mean, we, we talk a lot about when you don't want to do something, you should go do it. That's the best time to go do something. I, I firmly believe that, but big, but I don't think you should, I don't think that's, always the case like i don't think rules are black and white because Mm -hmm. i mean if you go and you do something you don't want to do enough times you'll permanently hate it and so allowing that space for breaks not really you know it's not there's a difference between having the level of self-awareness where you know I need, I, I want to focus on some other things right now. I'm good in the animal content thing. You know, the forest isn't going anywhere. The animals aren't going anywhere. I can go back out at any time. I'd like to divert my attention to some other important things. It's important to be able to do that and still understand that <clears throat> it doesn't, you're not being a sellout or reduce or lowering the the level of commitment you have or the level of interest you have to that other thing that you're sort of taking a brief hiatus from. Because I was having the same yeah, it, thought. I was like, I haven't really gone after animals right, right. or wildlife in a while. And I kind of felt bad about it. And I was like, no, y- you haven't lost any of those skills. You're still as interested, still reading up, still consuming content of that sort. You can go out at any time. You're just you know, focusing on the future of the podcast. We got some ideas. We're f- focusing on you know, shooting a bit more, building that Shutter Team 6. I mean, I think it was Josh Bayou when we had him on said like he, he really operates in seasons of life. And he meant that in the sense mm-hmm. of when he had small kids, photography wasn't really for him or he was kind of operating more long-term. And in, mm-hmm. I guess what he was saying is your time, there's only so, there's a box within uh, what you can do with your time based on the the external circumstances going on around you. Mm-hmm. But so I, I, I was, I kind of remember that from our conversation with him. So that's sort of my take yeah. on it with summer blues, and but I, I get it. Like it's hard, especially wildlife animals aren't moving during the day. They're moving in the morning. They're moving in the evenings. If you're in a place with a lot of bugs, that sucks. Um, but there's always a workaround. You can focus your time on something else. You can go out on the water where there's no bugs. If you're near water, things like that. Yeah, if you if you want to, there's a way. And I think if you need a break, you need like mental health and physical health are they manifest in very different ways, but they're they're similar. It's very easy to be like, oh, I can't my my back is hurt. Like I can't golf for two weeks. Period. You know? Like mm-hmm. I just I can't do it. It's gonna make it worse if I do. And yeah, I think you if you think of the brain, that's where it gets tricky. 
yeah, if you if you're if you're done, like if you're tired or there's other things you have to do, I think it's okay to be like, no, I, I for my brain, I I'm not gonna yeah. even think about going out for a right. couple weeks and let me get better without thinking about it and and putting that pressure on myself. And mm-hmm. then I'll want to naturally to go back out there and I'll be ready to. Yeah, and I think especially with wildlife photography, we I'll speak for myself at least. I love it so much because it allows me to be fully creative. It teaches me other things about life, being patient, being okay with being bored at times, waiting. Mm-hmm. And I have other things when I'm not shooting wildlife photography that spark my creativity. We say this all the time. It's fun creatively crafting an email, at least to me. Like I enjoy that. Yeah. That that takes a lot of creative thought process to do that or to you know even we'll segue into this it, it takes a lot of creativity and it takes a lot of attention and focus to plan a weekend in you know clapper hollows where we're going yeah good transition good even transition. your transitions thank you trying to get better 116 episodes in <laughs> <laughs> That's but good. yeah, I thought we could provide some, you know, some valuable insight into, I'm sure we knew, I think we did this a bit with the, when we were talking about the Zion, just mm-hmm. how you and I go about planning. And obviously when you have like a, a teammate, it's easier to do. Then you can essentially take on double the workload. Um, it's, yeah. Well, when you trust your teammate, it, I trust you, Aaron. It's, thanks. It's great <laughs> to have, it's great to have a teammate. I just did a there's pros and cons, I think about both, but, um, I just did a cabin on my own and there's pros and cons to it. Uh, Nooch Mike came down for like 20 minutes literally and helped me out with one idea that I had because he was in town as well. Um, but other than that, like all the photos and, and the video content, like all on your own. So you're in full control. It's a little bit lonely. That actually spurred me to get a laptop because I didn't have one at the time. I do all my work on a desktop. Uh, my computer's getting older. And I was like, oh my God, if I had a laptop, like th- these moments of like waiting here, waiting for sunset or um, just mid-afternoon, like I could be editing all the stuff that I have to do once I get home. Like, so that really, you know, kicked me in the butt with like time to get a computer that's portable. Um. So that has its own thing, but what we're doing, and I think if you go into a project with a partner, it's, it's great. It relieves a ton of stress going into it. Uh, you have someone that you can say like, Hey, uh, this is your main role. I want you 70, 30 on this. I'm going to be 70, 30 on the other thing. We'll overlap. We'll, we'll check our stuff. Like we'll, we'll get stuff done. Mm -hmm. I think it's good. And we tend to do this well and naturally without even thinking of it. I think um, just recognize like, oh, Aaron, you're the lead on Clapper Hollow. Like, let Mm -hmm. let me know. Like, what are we doing? Uh, Seth, you're the lead on LTD. Let me know what we're Mm -hmm. doing. You know, like Mm -hmm. those sorts of things where it just makes it easier to say like, here's the project. I've communicated with the person. This is what they want. I have a good sense of what they want. Here's what I need from you. Here's what I'm willing to offer, whether it's a stay or pay or, you know, food, room and board, good times and laughs, whatever I can offer. Uh, right. That uh, Seth, I'll give you more than good times and laughs. Trust me. I have a little bit more on my plate than that. Uh, Than that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think going into it with sort of a, a plan and, 
uh, we share a notes page. Like if, if you have iPhones or even Google Drive or whatever, to start up a notes page for the project is something that I find really helpful. How many times do you like throughout the day are like, oh, that'd be a cool shot. Like you see something and it sparks something and mm-hmm. you're in the pool though. And you're like, oh, I, uh, I'll, I'll put it down when I get in, you know, three hours from now. Yeah. No, you're, then you're gonna be like, what was that shot? Uh, so having a page where you can bounce things off each other prior to the gig, I think is a, a really good thing. Kind of just schedule stuff out. Think about Mm -hmm. it. Think about what the needs are. Think about the format you're shooting in. You know, talk it out technically. What you're doing. Who's in charge? Hop on meetings, not just texting. How much do we cover in a in you know in a phone call versus texting? Mm. Like a ton, million times more. Yeah, I do want you. You mentioned, you know, going into a shoot, knowing exactly what your client wants. I think when shoots go wrong, all shoots go wrong, not necessarily due to a lack of skill or vision, but due to a lack of communication. So you have a nice little, nice little thing you were telling me before we started recording about what you've sent to the people that we're shooting for. You are the Google um, form king. You love love your forms and you've found a clever way that takes no time at all to get a direct answer from your clients about what they want. Elaborate. I will. And first I'll say, here's, here's one of the inherited problems with any shoot is there's so much potential, especially when you have a, a, a wider skill set. For example, you can, You're able to take video and edit video. You're able to fly a drone and take drone shots or drone video. You're able to do photography down to the point of like, do you want me to hold my camera in landscape? Are you going to use these photos for your internet page? Are you just using them for Instagram? Are you using them like as much as you can? What do you want all this stuff for? Are you using them for ads? Right. Like what? Where is this space if they're using them for ads, right? Small things like yeah. that. Yeah. Reels and TikTok are very big right now. So if I'm going to do a video as much as it pains me to flip my camera into portrait mode and video like that uh, and then edit that way, you know, I, it just, it's not for my eye, but I completely understand like we're going to be using this for uh, reels and TikTok. So I don't want to have to crop in on a, 16 by nine widescreen to now a 16 by nine vertical you're missing and ruining the the um the the detail you're ruining all the the aspect ratio of the you know original footage so understanding like where's this stuff going to be going like where do you want this to go it's a very simple question is this for instagram is this for reels is this for tiktok um what do you want me to focus on i'm only at this cabin for so long do you want me to focus on photos? Is that what you're missing? Do you want me to focus on then get more specific lifestyle photos, moments, the property, exterior, the landscaping? Like, what do you want to show? Mm-hmm. In what are you missing? What do you want out of Ask this the shoot? question? There's, that is the best question to ask. What has been? What do you feel is missing or lacking in what you already have? Yeah. 
And with a simple form that asks those questions and gives examples and gives checklists, you can find things that you probably weren't going to focus on. And then it makes it very easy to go into it and go like, oh, well, they directly said this. So I want to, I want to rate reform this form. I want to make it better, but I did this very quickly for this specific shoot. And it's just, I don't know, four or five questions, but it gave a lot of insight. So, uh, question number one was like, what are you hoping for the most from this photo slash video shoot? And, uh, that's, you know, that's just a simple question, but it, it allows them to open answer. It's not a multiple choice. It allows them to say like, huh, what, like we've had photo shoots before. Um, this is what I'd really like from this one, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. then it goes into more detail. Would you rather us focus on, and I list just about everything, long form video content, short form video content, lifestyle photos, lifestyle videos, all the way down through drone stuff, female focus subject, male focus subject, couple focus subjects, uh, like all the examples I could think of at the top of my head, uh, just as a checkbox, what do you want us to focus on? Then from those examples, just ask like, hey, if you could only get three photos or three folders filled with specific categories that I listed above, what three folders would you want? And from that answer, I was like, oh, that's really good to know because I don't know if I was going to go into the shoot knowing that or thinking that way. So again, now I'm pleasing them way more than I would if I just did really good work, but had that sort of assumption like, oh, I think they're going to like this style. Or I think they're going to like this shot. I hope they like, like get, get rid of all those sentences and thoughts out of your brain, go into it with direction. Then you can go, okay, I know what I need to do to really please them. Uh, and then one of my other questions is like, what format do you want this in landscape? which is great for internet or YouTube or portrait, which is great for Instagram reels and TikTok. Or do you want both? Do you want a mix of the two and you get some really good information there. So you go in now with a direction versus kind of guessing or even worse doing everything in landscape because that's what you like, but they're like, oh, I want to, I want to make reels out of this. And now you're chopping it down to just like, you know, really low quality videos that look blurry and not sharp. So mm. it saves that five minutes will probably save us. I don't know, tons of wasted clicks, tons of wasted, just time editing photos that aren't what they want and almost guarantee us to deliver a satisfactory, if not greater package. Right. I think if, if it's that clear cut for you, any misfire after that is near impossible. I mean, it's spelled out for you. I'm at the point where, why would you, why would you not just take those five minutes and ask directly, what do you want? Yeah. You know, I think there's this weird sense. There's, I think there's this weird sense that when you're being paid for something that, you know, I'm the expert. They're trusting, they're entrusting me. And mm-hmm. whether this thought is conscious or not, I don't know. And there, but there's also this thought of if I sort of ask what they want or the more questions I ask, the less, the more I look like I don't know what I'm doing. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Whereas I think some of the most talented people in the world are the ones who say, I don't know everything. And mm-hmm. the more, you know, make my life easier by enlightening me. I, I really believe yeah. that. Yeah. No, no, I just thought of this as you said that another good question. Like I said, I made this very quickly, but now I have it forever. So my next time that I send it out, it's now it's instantaneous and it saves me. Now it's just all profit in terms of time saved. Uh, mm-hmm. But a great question is like, who, who's a, and this question we ask many people often, like who's a, who's an account that you really look up to or you love right. their style? Um, right. Do you even having the confidence and the security to ask, like, do you like my style? Uh, my style is different than most things. So I shouldn't say that. It's just different than most like interior cabin shoots, whatever. Like it's not as bright as things can typically be. And that's okay. But maybe a cabin's like, Ooh, I want to like give off that. That's why we asked you. Like, I love your moody, dark mode. Like I want to give that feeling off. I want that cabin in the woods, cinematic feel. Cool. Great. But if they send like, Hey, here's this uh, account. Like, I love this style. This is what we're looking for. And it's really bright and warm. Cool. You, yeah. you just saved me a back and forth of doing, you know, 25 photos in my way and then having to redo them in your way. Like and more that I've more been time there. equals That's, more profit. Yeah. More time you get paid more per hour for the shoot. The more times you're re-editing those 25 photos to then try to figure out what the person wants uh after the fact is you're not, you're just cutting your time in half. You're cutting your money per hour in half. You're not able mm-hmm. to work on the next thing. You know, mm-hmm. it, 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 I think you hit it, Seth, where it's like, it's a mix of insecurity and not being wanted told like, uh, you know, your style is great, but it's not for us. Like, yeah, we're, we're inviting you. We like you. We, we see that you're talented. We see that we like, we like your art. But not for this project. No offense. Like no, some people have a hard time hearing that, mm-hmm. and don't even want to ask it until it's too late. You know what's interesting though, and and this is a, a an important point to bring up is that if somebody says, you know, you're clearly talented, we don't necessarily want your style. This speaks volumes to the fact that people will associate with and will hire people they like, people they enjoy mm-hmm. talking to and who they get along with over someone who might have more credentials. Yeah. That's, that is that's why really on my skills mind. are so important, especially it's really been on my mind. Yeah. It's been on my mind too. I've been sending a lot of emails and stuff lately for a bunch of different things. And it's so important that people like you. I mean, in, in not in the sense of change your, your core, core values and fundamentals. Don't, don't go and rewrite yourself. But it is so important to refine people's skills because that will get you way further way further than just being sheerly talented. No one picks a soup, the most, the most talented person who's a real asshole. No one picks that person. No one. Yeah. Because people want to work with 
you know, I, I humbly said, I think the, the reason why I will continue to get gigs if I'm doing a self-assessment from the feedback, I always ask for feedback at the end of a, a project, either directly or indirectly. And most people say you're easy to work with. And what is easy to work with? Did you give them everything they asked for? Did you do it on time? Were you prompt with email replies? Were you prompt with, you know, giving heads up to any delays or barriers that you're facing? That's so easy to do. But yet so many people miss that mark, either because of, you know, ego or insecurity, insert any, you know, whatever it is. It's so easy to be easy to work with, with a good personality and being proper and disciplined with how you, you carry yourself in your time. Yeah. There's, we're going to dig on this. We are. There's so, there's so much to that. And it's, it's not just being nice and funny and crafting good emails. It's, it's work ethic also. Like, are you, are you easy to work with? Meaning like Seth said, like, are are you doing are you good at communicating? Are you responding within a day? Are you are you getting the folders done? Are you are you executing what you're supposed to be doing? You know like all that stuff with with a smile on your face. It's all customer service. It really is. It's like they're the customer and 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 they're right in a sense. Now you might come up to like tough moments or someone that doesn't treat you well and it's important to stand up for yourself, but separating that that job from personal attack is a skill Mm -hmm. and something that I think takes time and takes confidence and maybe life experience a little bit, but just understanding. Yeah. Doing it a million times. If I went back and looked at my first emails or pitches, I would probably cringe. Sure. And I I think there is (laughs) like, there's a practice to it and getting used to it and just being like, People love honesty and upfront and, you know, just like, this is, this is the deal. Like these are the cards I have. This is the, this is the skills I have. You want it? No. Okay, cool. Um, Versus like this fear of letting someone down and, and promising too much or not responding because that like, don't put yourself in that situation where you can't respond with an answer to an email because the answer's bad. Like, oh, no, I don't, I don't have the folder yet. Like, I didn't do it. It's been mm-hmm. a week. Uh, I don't have enough photos. I feel bad about the shoot. It rained. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to let someone down. Like, I think honesty and just being impeccable with your word, we talk about all the time, being kind, being responsive, those things go. Even sending out this form, I guarantee it gave that person that client a sense of security in this investment because Especially it is an no investment. one had ever sent them that before right and even if they have oh at least i'm matching the top in terms of this moment of like oh this person is professional enough and cares enough what we think isn't just taking you know mm. photography is um photography is a weird business in the fact that there is this weird like no, I'm giving you a product. No, but I'm taking photos of that product. Yeah, but I'm giving you the product. 
like there's this weird sort of like who's doing each other the favor, right? Right. Like there's this there's this weird like no, I'm doing you the favor. Like you owe me. No, I'm doing you the favor by taking these photos. You owe me. Like that's not as common in other things. Like you don't you don't go to the the hair barber and like you know, start to barter. Like, no, I'm giving I, you, you were hair. able, <laughs> you were able to play with my head for 30 minutes and, and practice your skill. Like I, I, I trusted you. That's a good analogy. Like, no, like, no, they're like, no, but I gave you a haircut. Well, you wouldn't have been able to give a haircut if it weren't for me. If I like, grow it. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I think there's a lot of that. Um, it's, it's been, I've been seeing, and I'm sure you have too, like the, the bashes on, Instagram's engagement and no one's seeing my work. It's, it's, you know what? I'm kind of tired of it. I'm going to say it. It's driving me crazy. I'm kind of tired of it. I'm making a post today. Oh, thank you. I'm making a post today and it's, it's biting every once in a while. I'll, I'll fire out a caption. That's way too long, but this one (laughs) is, uh, this one's biting. So stay tuned everyone. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to that. But play the game or get off. Yep. Yeah. Or, yep. or accept that, you know, we talk about this. You don't own Instagram. It's a business. They are free to do whatever they want. And you can vote for that feature or that entire platform by participating, by not participating, by only participating in the features you like. But understand that you're going to get what you're going to get. And if it's not for you, divert your attention to something else that is going to be more fulfilling and that will not leave you with that negative taste and the urge to complain. Yeah, we're going to let's play. Let's play a game. It's as simple I'm as that. Insta- you know what I mean? I'm, I'm Instagram. You're you're a new person, a new customer. Sure. A new you're signing up for a profile. All right. I'm talking. I'm Instagram and I'm talking to you. I want you to mm-hmm. ask me about the platform and I'm going to explain it to you and I want you to decide if this is a good deal or not. Okay. Okay. Right, go ahead. Am I ask free me to, you want me to ask certain? I can ask you any questions. Yeah, you're a brand new user. Okay. You've never why, posted your why, art as a photographer. I'm brand new here. Why? You know what's what's in Instagram for me? Oh, hey Seth, uh, welcome to Instagram. Um, I'd love to answer that question and any further questions you have. Uh, you're a brand <laughs> new photographer. Okay. Um, well, we have we have lots of options for you. Uh, Photography is great. We are we are trying to trend into video a little, just so you know. I'm sure okay. you might have heard that. Um, but as a photographer, here's what we can do for you. Um, we think at Instagram that we have a very aesthetically pleasing profile, and we'll archive and and upload all of your photos. We'll put them all in a row. However, you decide. You can add some words. You can add a caption. You can hashtag it, which connects it to other companies or ideas, so people can find your stuff. And with our algorithm, it is tough. I will admit, it's tough with a billion users to send your stuff to everywhere. But on a very good posts with a good photo and maybe some good timing and maybe a little bit of luck, your art or your photo, I assume it's art because I've seen some of your stuff. It's very good. Um, oh, thank you. Your, your work will be sent to, let's say, I don't know, uh, hundreds, if not thousands of people that will have that in front of their eyes. Um, we allow you to do not only photos, but um, you can message anyone that you want. Uh, we have a, a video 
platform where you can upload these kind of quick and funny and quirky reels. Um, we call them reels, but they're just like short videos. Uh, we even have okay, Instagram okay. TV where you can, you can make a video that's up to an hour long. You can do a, a live broadcast. So you, if you if there's something you want to talk about or sell, anyone that kind of finds into or runs into your program can log on. Uh, your profile can log on and watch you live. You can shoot you questions and you can answer them while you can. Um, and you know, every once in a while too, if you're doing something fun during the day, you can add a story. A story goes to the top and it, it just lets all the people that follow you know that you're doing something so cool that you have to share oh, it. Wow. And that's, again, that goes to the top. So you can let people know about a new post or a new product you're selling, all that stuff. Um, that's that's what we do here for you. Is Does that sound oh, wow. interesting? That sounds like a lot of stuff. What do you yeah, charge? It must be really expensive. You know, that's the thing about Instagram. So it's free. It's free for you. Oh, it's free. Yeah. So we're going to upload all your stuff. I don't know if you, that that sounds too good to be true. I don't know if you've ever seen like a backup program where it saves files on your computer or you purchase Mm -hmm. money to the cloud where you have to pay a monthly subscription. I'm not sure if you've seen any of those programs where you're subscribing Instagram is free. Like we will archive all of your photos in a beautiful way for free and videos. Oh, wow. That's, that's kind of interesting. Now you say it will show my good photos to a lot of people. How, what, what makes my photo good? You know, how do, well, and, and, you know, what if I think my photo is good and your platform doesn't think it's good? Well, listen. I'm using quote fingers with the the word good. That's all subjective. Art is subjective, is it not? Uh, I'm sure your photos will do great. Here's the thing again. There's a billion users. Everyone thinks they're a photographer. And I'm not putting anyone down. They're great. But there's a billion users. So sometimes things get lost in the shuffle. And sometimes things don't go, you know, to the top. If you think about uh, just sort of how much music is out there. You know, there's, there's so many bands and musicians and singer songwrites that you've never even heard of. They're very good. They make their own albums. They're great. They do their own thing. Uh, but you're, you're never going to hear from them because they don't get to the top of the charts or they're not on your Spotify list. It's kind of the same concept. Like there are a lot of photographers you might have a moment that's a great photo that gets a lot of attention and people keep passing it along. But, uh, oh, this is Justin. Um, we literally had uh, uh, 13 million subscri- or, uh, posts of waterfalls in the last four minutes. 13 million oh, waterfalls wow. just came in. So, hey, listen, that's, this is my point. It's a great platform, but it's it might be hard to break through every once in a while and get tons of attention from it. But again, let me remind you that it's absolutely free. Oh, wow. Yeah, keep reminding me of that, please. Um, if I'm not interested in video at all, should I even sign up? Yeah, yeah. You know, here's the thing that some people are missing. Again, this is free. Uh it creates a nice profile. It creates a nice portfolio that people are at this point in 2022 very familiar with. So if I don't know if you want to do this for business. I don't know if you want to do this to try to make some money out of photography, but it's a great way to actually do some work yourself. No offense. We're not going to get you the jobs uh, 
you know, that's not our job to get you jobs. But if you want to get jobs and get new clients, you can easily send them your Instagram and your archived portfolio of all your photos. And again, we think a pretty aesthetically pleasing way. And hey, if that client loves your stuff and they hire you for a gig, guess what percent we get? How much? None. It's all yours, bud. All yours. <laughs> yeah. So here at Instagram, we think we're actually doing a pretty nice thing. So why don't you shut up and deal with it? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's funny. That's really good. That's really good. Right, though? Okay, yeah. We could go on forever. But that, I mean, honestly, it's fucking like, shut up. Everyone shut up. It's a really nice thing. And I get, listen, listen, I get it's frustrating because when you, you hit a photo, you, you know, two years ago you posted a photo and it hit 20 bajillion likes and there's your bar now. Like the human brain is so weird that when you hit a numerical milestone like that, it instantly thinks that that's the new level of normalcy. And when you come back down to 30, 40, 100, 200, I don't know what you're median is you take it personally and that's the problem you take it personally and it's natural to look at instagram and go well fucking instagram it can't be me because i used to get twenty thousand. and people forget that companies platforms bands products change with time and you don't have mm-hmm. to like it you know, think about a car that you used to love and then the brand went a different direction and you hated every feature in it. It didn't serve you. It hurt your knees driving. Why would you continue to drive that car? Right. Or you'd look at features or you'd look at different models within that brand that maybe suited you better. Right? Yeah. And you could you could take and leave as many or as little or as many features as you liked and you could play them to your strengths. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it's a great, like you said, it's a great landing place for people to see, okay, you know, this guy has, you know, some potential to do a good job for us, or I'd like that picture maybe in my house, but it's not solely Instagram. You know, it's like I, I said, know. talking to people That's and emailing thing. and figuring out how to wiggle my way into situations. It's, it's, I'm yeah. just, I, I don't like complaining. I don't like complaining and because it gets you nowhere. What do you, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think Instagram is going to see you tag them? And oh, Aaron Manis is upset. I think it's time we change our business model. No, 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 no. Yeah. And I think, I think there was this period, right? Where if you had a camera and you had the means to travel and uh, even if you're like, halfway decent looking like you could be an influencer you can right. you could post and it, 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 it would uh there was like this there's a lot of effect like again we talk about it. it's not reality though and it was a good period of time let's say a good five years where whoa there this is a new market and you could actually make something again still had to work pretty damn hard but you can make something out of this platform again for free and now you have businesses coming at you and like that is i'm afraid not reality but like you said our expectations 
of what Instagram should be, should in quotes, uh, be is, is tainted by those moments. Here's the bottom line. Working hard is the only story that's ever been consistent and works. If in you know, I think this is, I think this is, I think this is good. And I say this in my post, like, clear the way, get, get the thirsty photographers out of here that are doing this for attention or the wrong reasons or to, you know, they think businesses are going to come knocking down their door to get a piece of their pie. The one in the billion photographer that they need your photos on their, on their websites and whatnot. Like that stuff is done. And if you think that's the way it goes, you're going to get burnt out with it and leave. And that leaves an opening for the people that are, can persevere, can look at Instagram and say, all right, what's changing? What's different? Oh, it's lower engagement for everyone. All right, this is the new norm. Maybe I got to reach out a little bit more and do a little bit more work myself. No one, no one's going to give it to me. No one's going to just give it to me anymore. That's like a, that was a, that was a unicorn time period where you could just be Insta famous, uh, almost immediately. Like it's done. And, and, it's done. And listen, you don't have to adapt if you're sick and tired what you know what institutes change more than anything is lack of profits you know so if you don't with anything in life if you don't like plastic pollution and you're posting all the time about the oceans littered with plastic don't buy coca-cola products you know if you don't like instagram and their new features and you think it's harmful or whatever don't participate in that feature or in the platform at all like vote it's it's so it's almost like a paradox when you post about how negative Instagram is, right? You're, you're still feeding the machine. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like you're still, like you're, <laughs> you're still participating in the features of the app. Yeah. It's kind of like a, 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 you know, get off the ride. There's so many yeah. other things you can divert your attention to. So many. So many, we, we keep Here's having a, to have this conversation and I love what you said is that hard work will always prevail in anything. Even, you know, I don't want people to think that, and it's, this just seems like such a hard thing to get through is that Instagram is not the cornerstone of photography. It's not like, I think no. there's a lot of people who think like, what am I going to do without Instagram? Well, sit with that get creative, you know? Institute some, some, I don't know, hopefully some of the principles that we talk about, find a creative solution, find a way. I mean, the thing about hard, you said about hard work and the thing that I love about people who work hard and the idea of working hard in general is that it requires no skill to work hard. Anyone can do it. Can anyone dunk a basketball? Can anyone have a 40 you know, inch vertical? No. Can anyone work hard? Yes. So what is the damn excuse? For the record, I could dunk a basketball. Yeah, because you're like a million feet tall. But I'm getting well, a bit fired up here because laziness <laughs> drives me fucking crazy. Yeah, and... I'm not saying people complaining me, about Instagram are lazy. This is a separate point. No, no, no it is. But there's a, there's a mental approach to the... Uh, Seth, physically, can I go running? Yes. Could I run uh, a 5K? Could I run a half marathon? I... I don't see why any reason no, I can't in terms of like physicality, uh, mm-hmm. mentally, mentally, 
I have the wrong view for that accomplishment. I think people out there, myself included at times, if we change our expectations and our view of how this is all supposed to work, I think the general population on Instagram that's photographers and trying to make it in some way has this idea that the if I do great photos, if I put out great photos and great content, everyone will come running to me. Yes. And I think that is a very, it's like a fool's errand right there. Like it's just the wrong everyone way to look at it. Everyone will come to me. And you have a billion people kind of thinking the same thing. But these companies aren't, they already get 200 emails a week. Like mm-hmm. They're not going to, on top of that, start perusing Instagram looking for like, oh, that's a pretty neat picture. Look at our own habits on Instagram when we're scrolling. What really like stops our eye? For me, it's, I don't know, one out of every 10 moments, like, oh, that's a that's a really different new picture. I'm going to actually take the time to like and comment on that and, and and make a point that I like this photo. There's, I pass through, I must pass through hundreds of very good photos, great photos, great mm-hmm. moments, great opportunities, but it's inundated. So it's not catching our eye. The, the mindset of like, Instagram owes me nothing. I need to make my own path. I need to make my own journey. I need to make my own future, my own reality. And I'm the only one that can do it. Like we're spending too much time on what we can't control versus what we can control. Instagram 100%. sucks. What, what, what are we doing with this app? Blah, blah, blah. Why, why aren't people loving 500 PX? Like, I mean, people love it, but if we're being honest, I don't see anyone talking about like, go over there. Like go there if you love photography and you want to post your photography and get people to mention and notice your photography. You're mm. you're addicted to this idea that Instagram has this lotto ticket. That Instagram has this thing like yeah, these yeah. companies are going to come out and find you. That doesn't happen on 500px. No, it doesn't happen anywhere anymore. We have to get and rid of it, that idea. What does a huge feature count resharing your post get you? Tell me. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing. I hate that. I, and you know, that idea that if I just post really good content, everyone will come to me is horse shit. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. That it's, it's, it's this weird like sense of I'm entitled to great things because I'm me and I post good stuff as opposed to I have a vision for what I want to do. It's the difference between sitting in a chair versus getting up and going and doing something. It's taking action for what you want yourself. Yeah, and I, I would think our, our, our brains and kids' brains, and we don't stand a chance against behavioral psychologists that all work with these apps and these addictive no. properties and this, these, the response reward to all this stuff. We don't stand a chance unless we really start thinking about it. And I would not even be surprised if when Instagram was starting up and that, that heyday of like, Oh, you have a, you have 50,000 followers overnight because of a good photo. Like that heyday was not completely planned of like, let's, 
let's show it's the casino. Why do I, why would I go to the casino ever, which I, I really don't, but why would I go to the casino knowing that I'm probably going to lose? It's because the idea that I might win, right? So let's show the world that a few of these people, a handful, hundreds, even thousands out of the billions, like went crazy viral. Let's show like how rich they are, the the countries they visit, the photography they get, the products that they're shooting. Let's show the opportunity that we have in this land of Instagram. And then let's turn it off because everyone will have that mindset of like, I could win though. Maybe I'm one photo away. Keep posting. <laughs> Keep and doing it. It doesn't show all the extracurriculars or other things those people might have done to get there. Sure, no. I mean, there's no doubt that there was a a time where like you could go viral with something, you know, uh, that, that time is, you know, it's, it's dwindling. You you use that phrase of, you said making it, people think that Instagram is a way to make it. What, what is making it? I wonder if people have thought that far, what is making it to you is making it a million dollars is making it 50,000 followers. What is making it? You know, to me, I making think, it is living in a permanent state of being happy with my life. And I would say, you know, 95, 90% of the time, I'm happy. Like, what, what else do you have? Yeah, I, I think the idea of like the dream of like, because of my creative art, the world's going to come crashing into me and pay for my bills. And I'm going to have so many gigs for my art and my photography. I'm going to be traveling the world. Like that's the dream that's out there with Instagram and photography. And I I think not for everyone. Sure. Not for everyone, but kind of like that's the, that's the allure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, again, it's very much like the casino. Like, if I'm going to the casino to play games, knowing like it's the knowing that I, well, I might get the jackpot. Like, like if, if I went to the casino and they're just like, we're going to take 40 bucks. That's it. That's the game. Maybe I'm like, man, I'm not going to go. I'm going to put my 40 bucks somewhere else. Or I'm going to effort, put my effort somewhere else, right. you know? And that maybe that's a uh, you want to pay for a web page and a portfolio, a really nice portfolio for your photography, and you want to start using Instagram to reach out to companies and find different companies and actually email them and show them your portfolio and uh, show them what you can do. Versus, I'm all the work that I'm doing is posting, and I hope one day. My prince or princess will come to the door and sweep me away. Like it's right. kind of that <clears throat> Disney story, like that sort of like fairy tale story. It works for some. And that's the problem. Like we keep seeing it happen maybe for one or two here and there. But it's not the it's just not the way it goes. Not the way it goes. Yeah, I mean, this isn't to say don't post and don't share. Oh, fucking but, share. Share all you want. I'm going to share. I like as it. As the saying goes, happiness equals reality minus expectations. Mm-hmm. So if your expectations are way beyond reality, you're going to be unhappy. It's a simple equation to life. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. And with that, I think that's a good episode. We got to get into TPM artwork. We have 1,350 posts to date. That's incredible. It's incredible. I'm looking here, Aaron. I'm looking, I'm scrolling. There's lots of, lots of contenders. I'm leaning at a certain one. You there on the uh, thing? Scroll down, see the turtle. Turtle. I like turtles. You see it? How far down? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Not too far. Spencer Lee, 808. Oh, Spencer. Spencer always Lee. Very good. Out in Hawaii. And we got to do this turtle. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. The nice light rays coming through. The sandbar at the bottom just majestically floating through. Lots of negative space. I would love, cool. I love to it. swim and shoot with underwater turtles. And Spencer has a lot of gorgeous shots out in Hawaii. We're not jealous at all, man. Not jealous at all. Uh, that's Even, a place like, I'd love tur- to shoot. Take the turtle away. Like the the shading of the sand into the sunlight rays. That's special. Yeah, very good. The turtle's great. Don't get me wrong. Turtle's great. And you can see this if you're listening on Spotify, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, the TPM artworks get rolled out on the Instagram. You can check out the little highlight icon. And as always, if you find these episodes of value, feel free to donate any amount you feel is equal to the value you receive from these episodes. We'll always do them for free. But if you're feeling generous, there's a link in our episode description. And with that, Aaron, I'm excited to shooting with you to uh, be shooting with you this week. Yeah, this, yeah, we'll see you uh I'll see you Sunday. We'll story lots on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> All right, see you then, buddy. All right, man. Bye.